Are we recording? Yeah, I think it's recording. Are tuned in to Potty Mouth. I am your host, E Class. How y'all doing? I am doing well, I guess. I have a great one for you today. Um, I want to first by starting off by apologizing. I wanted to um put this episode out last week, but honey, last week they was working me to death, okay? I was so Rest and to the edge to where I had went off on a couple of people like I've exploded and cussed their ass out. I mean, rightfully so, but at the same time, I'm looking back on him like, dang, was that really necessary? Did I have to show my ass like that? Um, but I'm just gonna keep it moving. So that's the reason why I didn't um do an episode last week because a bitch was tad, okay? I'm still trying to recover, but <laughs> anyways, I'm going to keep it moving. Um, This episode is called, well, if you have not read the title, it's called Stop Inviting Everybody to the Barbecue. Yep, that's what the fuck I said. Stop inviting everyone to the barbecue. Um, It's also about um gatekeeping as well. I know you're like, well, what does that have to do with anything, E-Class? Well, I'm just going to get into it. Just tap in with me here. I was going to do two different episodes, but I'm like, no, let me just tie this shit together. Now, when it comes to gatekeeping, gatekeeping I believe in it wholeheartedly. And I stand ten toes down on it. Yes, flat-footed and all, baby. (laughs) Okay? I just believe that everything shouldn't be shared or known amongst others. And that's okay. Especially when it comes to, you know, certain things like family traditions and cultures and such. And before anyone starts, I am not talking about the bad shit, like those generational curses and all. So don't y'all start that bullshit, okay? History has shown us time and time again why we should not share our traditions, etc., etc., and why we should gatekeep. Um you know, with people. And if you are a part of the black and brown communities, you know what I am talking about. Or any other marginalized group of people. The more you share and invite, um, like sharing recipes or invite people to the barbecue and such, they, you know, take your traditions and 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 way of life and talk and dress and dance and foods and claim it as theirs and call you barbaric when you do it it's like it's cool when they do it but it's a problem when i do it type of thing oh my gosh so you can see 
that kind of happening now with the whole Beyonce thing. It's like you're upset with her for doing this genre of music that is clearly belongs to African Americans. It's like, how are you going to steal something from someone that act like it's not what, you know what I'm saying? You you act like you don't know the roots of of this genre of music. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, just, it's just petty to me. It's plenty of historical facts you can read to back this shit up. But I'm not going to get into all of that. Just do your research. But my point is that once you invite others in and once things are shared over and over again, I made this point several times in plenty other um, episodes, like they lose their true meaning, their true value. Um, it, the roots are, you know what I'm saying, shaky. You can also apply this to your personal life as well. I mean, folks will skin and grin in your face, shake your hand all the while trying to steal your land. Ooh, that was a bar. Bars. <laughs> um, That's one extreme. But the other stuff it is like trends and other traditions that they try to mimic. They try to mimic it. Well, I should say... Those things lose their true essence the more things are shared and passed around. So I believe that gatekeeping is necessary to preserve our traditions and our cultures and other things because people tend to take things and, I mean, make things into something that is not, and we have nothing left to pass down to the generations after. We don't want to pass down some watered down as culture to the babies, and honestly, the watered down culture is, it's been around for a while. We had a lot of unlearned, a lot of unlearning and relearning of our true history and our culture, um, you know, from time to time. And I must say that I am still trying to unpack some things and still trying to learn. You know, learning never stops. <laughs> okay. Now, I want to get into like the you know, the safe spaces and, you know, everyone deserves that. Everyone can't be included, can't be a part of everything. Hence, the barbecue. Stop inviting everybody to the barbecue or cookouts. These spaces are places where you can take off your cool and be yourself and escape from the hustle and bustle of it all. Where you can come and be yourself your black ass self without being judged as being too black or worrying about coming off too aggressive, etc., etc. It is our safe space away from it all. You know, like it's like certain conversations you just can't have around white people. I mean, you can, but is it really always the best idea? You know, like <laughs> y'all will invite just any anyone who can dance a jig to the barbecue and it's strange to me and white folks y'all just as strange just the skinning and grinning because i'd be offended that the only reason why i'm invited to the cookout is because i can recite tupac or biggie lyrics like come on like really 
not because you just want me to genuinely come? Yeah, no. I would politely decline or make up some shit to not come because no. But then again, on the other hand, I mean, I would try to go or ask for a plate or something because the food slaps. But no, all jokes aside, shit, shit's just weird. Y'all scream that to anybody and everybody, and it's not cool. Now, this is no shade or hate to to nobody, so don't start that dumb shit now. Keep up and pay attention. Certain places and spaces are not for you or for some people in general, and that's just the way it is. And that's just the point that I'm trying to make. Like I said, no hate, no shade. It's just life. I know everyone wants to be included in everything. I get it. You can be in some things, but other things you just can't be. Like um, another example, girls' night. It's a girls' night for a reason, as well as a night out with the homeboys. It's a time to escape and to get away from, you know, from folks. This reminds me of um, people who drag their significant other around with them no matter what. It's like, why do your your boyfriend want to come and hang out with you and your girls and vice versa? Like, I never understood that. Like I said, there are certain spaces and places that are not for you and that is okay. Now, I'm not talking about basic human rights and all that bullshit, you know, pertaining to, you know, us using the same restrooms and, you know, drinking from the same fountains and riding the same buses, you know, not the that shit like that. Don't be ridiculous now. Like when you were younger, for instance, your mother told you to go to your room or go play somewhere when adults walked into the room or was having a conversation. I don't know about y'all, but we was not allowed to sit around adults like that, even though I was still eavesdropping. <laughs> but that is beside the point. Um, Quick little story time. So, um, I, th- I don't know. I can't remember a friend or who it was, but uh, she had came over or whatever and... She had her daughter with her, grandchild, niece. I don't know. I can't remember. It's been so long ago. But, yeah, she brought her little girl with her or whatever. And, you know, we was trying to catch up or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, girl, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you that. And, like, the conversation got a little, you know, adultish, if you know what I mean. And I'm sitting up here, you know, trying to you know, speaking code and everything that just so I won't be just, you know, totally disrespectful and cussing and, and being in, in in detail while the, the child is around. And so I'm thinking to myself while I'm talking, I'm like, ain't you going to tell, you know what I'm saying, a little girl to go outside somewhere or, or go into the next room to watch TV or something while we, we talked or whatever. So I really didn't pay too much, you know, mind to it. Because, you know, the little girl was just, you know, wasn't bad or nothing. Just sitting there minding her own little business, I guess. But I think she was really eavesdropping on the conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and one reason why I said that is because I got to talking again. And 
I don't know if she told a joke or I told a joke. I don't know, but we said something funny and we started laughing and little girl started laughing too. And I'm looking like, what? Like, no, no, no. Like this, this ain't cool. Like tell your, your child to, to go on somewhere, you know, when adults is, um, you know, having a conversation. Like I said, I don't know about y'all, but that's, that's how I was raised, and I still believe in it to this day. Like, I'm an 80s baby, so no, no kids around while we're having adult conversations. The kids are in the other room playing or doing something else. But, yeah, um, I didn't mean to drag that out, but that's basically what um, I am that's basically my point. Like, there are certain places and spaces that are not for you, and that is okay. It does not necessarily mean that someone is hating on you. Oh, and I have another story time, too, about, you know, a, con- a conversation, you know. Um, so, here I am, you know, at work. My favorite customer, well, not my favorite, I guess, or what regular, I should say. But she's cool. I like, you know, um, being greeted by her when I do see her. But she came in or whatever, and I don't even know how the conversation got started. But we got to talking about, you know, our black women's hair experiences and whatever. And she told me when she was younger, her mom sent her to go to, you know, a hair salon to get her hair done. And the lady burnt her scalp, and she hopped up out of the chair and ran home. And we got to talking and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, every black woman can relate to, you know, getting burnt with hot grease on the back of their neck or burnt by the hot comb, a chemical burn, something. You know, just conversing about black women's hair and everything. And so, while we're, you know, talking, here comes my coworker, And, yes, she's a white woman. She came up and was like, oh, my favorite customer. Like, she just didn't care what we was talking about. She just automatically just let her presence be known. Like, oh, y'all sitting here talking without me. But she does that to everybody. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah. So, after a while, I mean, not after a while, but once she did that, you know, the lady spoke or whatever. And then she was like, she turned to me and looked at me. She's like, and what were you saying again? She kind of said it with a little authority because just to let old girl know, like, why are you interrupting the conversation? You see that I'm talking, right? And so... um, we continued the conversation, and I was telling her, like, yeah, I was like, I remember I got my scalp burnt, you know what I'm saying, from a Jerry Curl. And the white lady still standing there in the conversation, just dipping, talking about, what's a Jerry Curl? And I kind of ignored her for a minute, so I paused, and I just looked at her, and I said, it's a, you know, I'm like, it's a process. And then I went to go talk. And then she I seen her from the corner of my eyes, how she was looking puzzled still. And I was like, yeah, it's for your hair. And just went right back to, you know, having this conversation um, with the customer. And so she walks around to the corner. I mean, walks around the counter to where I'm standing or whatever. And she 
is like leaning up against the table that's behind the counter, you know, that which is close to me, basically still in in the conversation. So she can hear hear or whatever and be nosy. And like I said, she does this shit to everybody because she just got to be included in everything. She got to put her two little, three little cents in all kinds of shit. And so, I don't even know where I was at. But yeah, so she was leaning up against the table and we got to kept on talking and talking and talking about black women and our hair and all the things we do to our hair. And I was like, yeah, you know. When I was younger, I used to cut my hair. It used to be red one day, purple the next day. Like, you know, how we always do when we switching up our hair. And she going to butt in and say, and, and yeah, you guys do some really nice things with your hair. And we just ignored her. And <laughs> we just, you know, talked a little bit more about it. And then... You know what I'm saying? We went on about our way. I was like, yeah, have have a nice day and whatever. And that was it. I was going to say something to her about it, but I'm just like, you know what? Let me not because I was kind of upset. And you know, you don't really want to respond to certain things when you're upset because sometimes, yeah, and I had to remember like I was at work, so I had to still kind of keep it, you know, cute and stuff. But I'm just like, baby, this conversation is not for you. And you should have known to shut your damn mouth when you didn't know what a goddamn jerry curl was. Okay? That conversation was not for you. All right, baby? <laughs> and it's it's just things like that. For example, that certain people just can't relate to. And they feel like they need to be included in every conversation that you have and it's like like I said baby that conversation was for you and it did not include you and people feel so left out especially white people they feel so left out when they are not included in anything especially when they excluded everybody else from their, you know, from schools and other educational institutions and and all of that crap. Hmm. You don't say. Um, another um, thing I wanted to talk about is like the HBCUs. I don't know when this happened, but I just learned this recently that white students are attending HBCUs now. And I'm just like, huh? Like those spaces were created for us hence the barbecue okay hence the cookout like those black spaces were created for us because you guys excluded us from your institutions and your schools okay so y'all coming into our space to me it just makes no sense you know i i just i just don't get it now will they still be historically black colleges 10 15 maybe even 20 years from now i don't i don't think so because history has shown once they you know get in oh and, and it, whatever they slowly but surely take shit over and it, it doesn't belong to us anymore you know gentrification is a perfect example 
<laughs> of, 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 of this. You know? So it's just like y'all, I don't know how to feel about it because it's just like y'all invite them into to our spaces and then look what happens. History has shown us over and over again. And it is not in our blood to, to be hateful and exclude people. And I get that. But sometimes we have to, I don't know, we have to do better with, with gatekeeping. Okay? We really do. Because they are taking over our, our spaces and our places. And if we have a place that is of our own, if we have things of our own, they get upset when they are not included. They then want to really pull the race card when they are not included, you know? And white people are furious or they, they have this fear when black people all conjugate and get together because for one, they feel left out and for two, or maybe for one, they feel as if we are going to do to them what they've done to us. And that's just like white people. They just just feel the need to conquer and take over everything, you know? And that's one reason why we need to gatekeep. And that is not only the reason, but that is a part of the reason, because there are certain things that we have to preserve. And um, I was on, on, you know what I'm saying, roaming the Facebook streets. And I'm in one of these raggedy ass uh, girl power groups, which are really not girl power groups. But that is a different topic for a different time. But she had posted... Um, she was like, gatekeeping is not cute. It should not be about competition. Everybody can win. And I commented, you know, because I was going to let it slide. But I'm just like, baby girl, I was like, gatekeeping has nothing to do with competition. I'm Because I'm thinking to myself, like, where does she get that definition from? Like, y'all just be hearing words and stuff and just be repeating stuff like... Baby, matter of fact, let me look up the definition of gatekeeping, okay? Let me see. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let me see. Okay, here we go. This is according to the Oxford Dictionary. This is the first thing to pop up, so this is what we're going to go with. The activity of controlling and using. I mean, the activity of controlling and usually limiting general access to something. Number two, it has to do with computing. A function or system that controls access to operations, to files, computers, networks, or the like. So, where in those two definitions was it talking about competing? I'll wait. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, y'all just be hearing stuff and just be making up stuff. Because it sounds good. Y'all just hear that word and be like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I remember when they were talking about, you know, gatekeeping braids and stuff. And y'all can't gatekeep hairstyles and all this stuff. Honey, why can't we? We should be able to. 
because they laughed at us for wearing braids in our hair. Matter of fact, we can't even... There are places and spaces that don't let us wear our natural hair that grows out of our head. Okay, we got to cut our hair off. We got to wear a wig. We got to do this in order to be accepted. But now that it's uh, now that y'all didn't got into it and y'all starting to wear braids and all this other stuff, now it's okay. But we still can't even go into spaces and wear our natural hair. But it's okay for you to mimic our our hairstyles and everything. Like, no, like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't respect it. And I don't think I ever will respect it. I'm sorry. Yes, it's a hairstyle or whatever. Call me petty. Call me whatever you want to call me, baby. But, mm-mm, I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it just is what it is. Like, like I said, plenty of times y'all laughed at us, talked about us, talked about our you know, our asses and our, our thickness of our bodies, you know what I mean? Our noses, our voluptuous lips and hips. And now, now look, it's, it's cool because everybody doing it now. It's a thing now. It's a trend. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. That is one reason why, like I said, I believe in gatekeeping. Because they didn't like our, our black ass in the first fucking place. Okay? <laughs> That's why we should gatekeep. And we can do that better if we stop inviting everybody to the motherfucking barbecue. Okay? And you gotta ask yourself... Why do they want to be in our motherfucking space so motherfucking bad when, you know, segregation was a thing? They didn't want nothing to do with us. Honey, I'm sorry, but I just can't fully trust it like that. I'm just, I don't know. Call me old school. Call me what you want to call me because I, I can't get jiggy with that fake shit, okay? Like, <laughs> I just cannot, um... And I'm skeptical of black people who do the inviting everybody to the barbecue. And I am skeptical of blacks that every time, you know, we hear about a white person saying nigga, you know what I'm saying, in the news, y'all response is, well, black folks say it too. Really? You probably the black motherfucker that sit around and let white people say nigga freely. That's why they think they can get away with it. You know what I'm saying? And other around other people. Okay? <laughs> like it like no. Yeah, I'm sorry, you shouldn't be able to say that word. You know. But yeah, I'm I be side eyeing y'all. I be side eyeing y'all won't have Mixed kids because you don't want no dark-skinned babies. Yes, that exists. It's it's a lot of y'all. A lot of people don't want to admit it, but that's... Mm -hmm, yeah, that was a thing. But back then, they were was really upfront about that more than they are now. <laughs> yes, honey, baby. Honey, they need to have them light-skinned baby, all right? 
honestly, I side eye any black person who says, or oh, I'd rather kick it with white people than black people. Major side eye. And the other side eye is seeking validation. Like, there are some of y'all out there who just want to be validated by white folks so bad that you would do anything. You would even throw your own brother under the bus, okay, for their approval and, and, and validation, okay? And, yeah, I, I, I side eye, y'all. I, I, I just really do. And I also have a problem with black people who always pay attention to the negativity or the stereotypical things that they say about black people, but never really um, is a celebrate, celebratory of the black excellence that's going on. You know, oh, black people don't know how to act or they're constantly like comparing black and white people. Oh, you don't see them do that in the, in the white neighborhoods. Oh, you don't see they only sell this food in in the white neighborhoods. You don't they don't sell in the black neighborhood. Like, baby, I I just I, I don't know. Like I that kind of talk to me works my nerves and I don't like that because it's like why are y'all focusing on negative the negative things in in our community? Versus, like I said, the great things that we have accomplished, the things that we are achieving, and the things that we are working towards. You know, we y'all don't talk about that. Y'all use the same old tired ass, sorry ass talking points from 1955 50, or whatever, like... Come on now, like we have progressed, you know, there's black owned everything damn near, you know, and y'all still don't see it. To me, that that is a problem. Okay, that is a problem. But I am going to stop rambling because I'm... <laughs> That little vein in my forehead is like popping out and everything. But I'm going to wrap this up and everything. Y'all, stop inviting everybody to the barbecue. And yes, we need to gatekeep. If you don't believe in gatekeeping, that's fine. That's 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 okay. But this is just my opinion and how I feel on the situation. If you like what you heard, go ahead and rate and subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at potty underscore mouth 83 and click that link and it will take you to where you need to be. Um, you can join the discussion group. You can talk about this episode um, in the Facebook group or you can chime in in the Q&A and you can also leave me a voicemail. Okay. And you can support me or support this podcast or whatever you want to do. All right, y'all. Until next time. E-Class. Out.